Hey, Road Trippin. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day, and we're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what all the hype is about? Well, it's obvious. Every scoop of Athletic Greens tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality superfoods, vitamins, minerals, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin, take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin and get started today. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal, Catherine O'Hara. Now, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. We're going to dive into a bunch of hoop stuff with Max. Obviously, we're excited to have you alongside Rich Jefferson, Channing Fry. Um, kudos to you for taking a chance to join these two, Max. Um, <laughs> little do you know Channing, I'm assuming. Maybe, Max, you don't know this either. But Max and Channing have something in common. Oh, we got straight heaters. That's what we got. Damn it. You knew. What do you mean? No. What is he? He's not a dunker. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about oh, your shot? Yeah. No. No, you both threw out a first pitch. Oh, God. Oh, oh, where was yours at? <laughs> oh, Dude, God. you don't want to know. Have I not Max. seen this? Oh. Max. Max, will you please look it up right now? No, oh, don't Max. do it. Max. Take time. Hey, Type in Channing Fry first pitch. <laughs> Max, no, don't Max. tell me you do like a 50 cent one. Don't tell me it's like oh, a 50 cent oh, yeah, one. Max, right. listen. You're, you're an athlete. You're, an, you're a professional athlete. Yeah. I have Tommy John surgery right after. There was a tornado <laughs> warning. And they didn't get the ball was greased up. There was like some type of foreign substance on the ball that I didn't know. It was like pine tar. So, yo, I've told this story a thousand times, but just Why for reference. Talking so fast, right? Stop getting nervous. He's gonna see it, bro. He's gonna I see can't it. Wait for it. Hold on. Richard Here we told go. me, Channing, practice on a mound, and I yeah. didn't. You did oh. yeah. And oh. I didn't practice. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh. I look. look no. I I see. I got information. Yeah, I got information. I threw out a first so pitch also, and I got information. And my buddy was like, oh, "It's farther than you think. It's the Angels. No big deal." Mike Trout came on the podcast. Um, go check it out. Uh, but I was like, one of my buddies, Nate Stag, shot him out. He was like, "Hey, get on the mound." Luke Walton threw it out for the Dodgers when he was the head coach of the Lakers. They were like, "Get on the mound." So I was like, "All right, you get on that mound. That shit looks fucking different." Now, people can try and be cool and let me throw it fucking hard. I was like, they were like, just don't throw it in the dirt. Just do right. not throw it in the dirt. And so, then I gave the same information to Channing. <laughs> I'm stubborn. But look, the problem wasn't the distance. The problem was the catcher was standing up. 
So for me, throwing what well, with a guy standing up is different when he tucks into a ball. And it I doesn't. Fucking the way see you the threw glove. it though, it didn't even matter where the catcher was. <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs> hey, listen, it was hella windy. You didn't see that. It's Maytime. The Mayflies got in where my eye. Where, it was, where just, was it at? Where did, you, where did you throw out? At where the Indians? Me or him? No, I no, no. Cleveland. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, Cleveland. And where did you yeah. throw it out at, Wait. Max? Chicago at the White Sox game. Oh yeah, yeah, the oh, White Sox. God. How'd it go? How'd it go? Did, yeah. did your guy catch it? Good. With... Good. I played. So I was honestly disrespected. I played baseball all throughout high school. Um, so I was I was a pitcher. So I, I thought I was going to be all right. And yeah, I was fine. But they disrespected me. They they put me out there with the mascot. First off, he was my catcher, the mascot. And then they didn't even let me go on the mound. So I threw from in front of the mound. I was pissed, I, honestly. Oh. I would have hit him with the two-seam yeah. rodent gardener. Why so I, I purposely to... threw it really hard. Yeah, the, the mascot was like, "Holy shit!" Why? Why didn't you? Why didn't they let you go on the mound? I don't know. Maybe it's probably because like Channing I, yeah. and and Fifty Cent. These people have ruined it for people. Yeah. Connor There's a McGregor. big difference between what I look like and what Max looks like. I trust Max, right? It's like who would you want throwing a bounce pass? Me or Max? Max. <laughs> Facts. Fundamentally Facts. sound. Fundamentally sound. Can he throw a baseball? Absolutely. <laughs> what was his favorite movie growing up? This fucking the baseball. <laughs> you, didn't even, you couldn't even come up with a specific one. You were like the baseball. Yeah, the all baseball. of them. The rookie. God, that's amazing. Max, how's life? How's Miami? Yeah, how, life? how are you doing? Currently in Boston. It's so cold, but uh, we're we're all right. Uh, having a rough start to the season, but. Life is good. Life is good. Wait, I can't complain. Can, can y'all get? Can y'all get healthy? Can y'all get right? That's like, the yeah. What, it, we're starting to we're starting to turn the corner there. So hopefully okay. we get Jimmy back soon. So starting to get our guys back. Yeah. Uh, so I'll ask this because I think you always did your job early on, and then something happened where you balled out for months, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, Max is that dude. When did you know you were, you were like? Because obviously to break the rotation in Miami is different. And then to earn your spot and to be like that guy right next to Tyler Hero yeah. and the rest of that good core, when did you get that okay? Or was there something to practice where you were like, oh, shit, like I'm getting ready to play a lot now? Was, was there a moment? Or were you just putting your head down and grinding and next thing you know you're playing 24, 30 minutes a game? Um. Honestly, a, a big confidence booster for me in my career was that that summer league going into my season before last year. Um, summer league. Uh, I know a lot of people don't think summer league is is great for anything, but this. I honestly it, it built my confidence up huge, and um, I had a really good summer league going into that season, and I knew that you know the the role that they wanted me to play in summer league was um, to provide me to get confidence to play a, a bigger role um, into the NBA season, so. Um, that helped. And then just getting rotational minutes, um, that season. And then we had guys go out, like we have injuries now and I just took advantage of it. I, I think I was averaging like 25 for like two straight weeks, um, in like December, or January, uh, last year. So at that point I was like, all right, I, I've, I kind of made it, I've arrived, um, and I'm here. So that, that's really when it stuck out. One thing that I, uh, <clears throat> that, that you just said. You took advantage of it. People don't understand, like taking advantage of the little bitty 
time that you have. And I try, like, I tell rookies this, and I say it, would say it all the time. Like, if you're getting 10 minutes and you're upset, 10 minutes can turn into 15 minutes, can turn into 20 minutes, can turn into 30 minutes. 10 minutes can also turn into five minutes and DMPs. Like, right. And it can happen quick, right? You're grumpy. You're only playing 10 minutes. It was like, well, bro, that shit can go to zero very fast in this league. Yeah. It can always get worse. It can always. And there's levels. There's levels to it, too. Like, if you're a first round pick, like, you're going to have a little more leeway. But if you're undrafted and you're trying to make it in the league, like, you got a short leash. Like, it's. If you get 10 minutes, like you should be thankful and, and do whatever you can in those 10 minutes. Cause if you don't, you might be out of the league like tomorrow. So how do you feel uh, like every single year you've gotten better, right? Every single year you've had better. You're getting, and well, damn Channing, you didn't have to jump, make it jump. Like that. he's like a <laughs> lot better. Like you rap. Like, uh, yeah, he I only played shit. two games in 2019. <laughs> he's averaging 20 right now. <laughs> damn. I, I, okay. So you've improved every single year. Has there been like a singular focus? Like I want to keep getting better at like a certain piece or do you go into the off season with like one particular thing or two particular things that you want to add like during the year? So for me to, to get into playing rotational minutes, it was just, I got to be an elite shooter. Um, That was always my stitch. Like that, that's what was my going to make it into the league. That's what was going to get me there. Um, So that was always the case for me was just be a knockdown shooter, um, try to be elite, try to be great at coming off screens um, and just being a reliable uh, guy that can space the floor. Um, That was always big for me. And then now that I'm a rotational player that plays a lot, um, you know, as you guys saw, I'm sure in the Easter conference finals, they did everything to keep me off of the line. So uh, that was forcing me into the paint. So now this summer was, all right, now you have the ability to get in the paint, you know, work on some floaters, work on playmaking. Um, so that was really my first summer of, of kind of adding something to the game. Hmm. How has your life changed since, <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about the growth for you in the league, of course, but I'm like you mentioned. in Miami. I look good. <laughs> and I think too, I'm like, still on a minimum the short shorts now with the, with the tank tops. I'm a Tyler oh, hero. Listen, listen, uh, teams have scouting. So do women. Women have scouting too. They're like, Oh, he's going to be <laughs> making more money projected. It's okay. Guys have scouting too, Allie. It's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> listen, they got they got young rookie cars. They're like, oh, okay. Let, 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 Allie <laughs> let Allie finish your question. I'm sorry. I, ju- I just meant from the standpoint of yeah, that because obviously we live in 2022, right? There's social media. Yeah. Um, you you have a great game. I, I just think about it from the standpoint, and it kind of hit home with me when you mentioned the difference between being a part of the draft to being undrafted. You know, you went through the two year or the two way process, and I mm-hmm. think of you know, just one of the most notable things, the Lakers just waving Matt Ryan and you think about his journey and 10 games ago, he hit the game winner and you would have thought he was the greatest thing for this (laughs) franchise at the time and how quick things can change. So for you taking advantage of that opportunity, but then with that comes like all the outside fun noise, et cetera. Like how, how do you balance it all? and, And how is life different for you? I really don't do much to be honest with you. I'm kind of boring. Um, and don't really get out much, but I will say there has been a change in getting recognized uh, more around the city and, and walking around more. Um, you know, I used to, I honestly could walk around my first couple years in the NBA. I could go to anywhere and nobody would know who I am. Like people would ask me if I was a baseball player sometimes, or um, I would just be like a normal dude. Like people don't really know who I am. So I could still do that in some places, but um, in Miami, it's, it's more so now, like I can't, 
I get noticed pretty much everywhere I go. Like if I go to Walgreens or CVS, like it's like, oh, like what are you doing here? Like why are you at Walgreens, Max Streets? Like people like know who I am now. So yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, take take okay. Let's let's take basketball out of it. Let's take sports out of it. What is that like as a human being, right? Like you've always done this. You've been a good player, like, you know, athlete, but like there, people don't understand. There is a difference between going from like people knowing your name and like, and also, but also having like an anonymous life. You're able to go to the mall. You're able to go to dinner. You didn't have to yeah. wear a hat. Like you're like, and then all of a sudden, like you're just doing your job and now you recognize it. And like, is it your friends or whatever? But like, like the psychology of that, like, how is that? How is that a little different? It's just weird. You always are just thinking people are watching you. Um, it's like everywhere you go, it just feels like everybody's eyes are locked in on you and you can't really um, be yourself. Like, it's tough. Like, I'm sure you guys know how this is, too. Like, you, nope. you walk around like, get out of here. <laughs> seven <laughs> foot like, seven foot. Yeah, you're I'm seven this way foot. all you're the time. You're going to see me regardless. <laughs> no. But that's just the biggest thing is just like everywhere you go, you just like people just like heads turn all the time now. And it's just like, oh, like that's somebody like whatever like that. But it really doesn't bother me. Like I, I'll say hi to people. I don't I don't think I'm anybody. So uh, it, it, it doesn't bother me at all. If they bother you, just two piece them like T.O. did. That's it. Just hit <laughs> right? them with that one too. <laughs> yeah, that's good for the brain. I've been I've been off Twitter. I've been staying off Twitter. They've been Twitter and Twitter oh. just. No, I'm so not. I'm not taking any sort of stance. I just took Twitter <laughs> off my phone because it's just like there's nothing good on that app. Ever. This is so true. It's so, so true. it's just like there's there's nothing like there is no like oh I hit a game winner I'm gonna go to Twitter. People will live. You can hit a game winner go to Twitter and people are like yeah but he was trash the first three quarters. Right. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? So well, where was nothing that? Where was that last week against so and so? You're like, gosh, bro, can we just like, bread? if you want to be humbled, it's like lifting up yeah. like a rock. You're like getting all the trolls. It's like, did uh. I have a good game? Do I want to look at Twitter and it roaches and hey, fuck you and you suck and you're one for seven. You're like, I had forty points okay. on seven <laughs> shots. You trash. Damn. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of shots and not the alcoholic beverage, we can go there later, but. Um, growing up, Max, and now that you are in this league, was there someone that you watched that you kind of, I don't know if like modeled your game after, but someone that you were like as a shooter, um, yeah. that you kind of watched. And then, you know, is there someone that you go up against in the NBA now? Not that you're like, Oh my God, but maybe it's a tough matchup, et cetera. Quentin Richardson. The fall legend. <laughs> he went to so DePaul, Richard. It was the only person I could name. Bro, That's the only me, person you can name for DePaul. Me and Quentin Richardson were in the same class. We were like on the same McDonald's team. We're like, I know Q. I know where he went to school. Him and Bobby Simmons went there too. Bobby Simmons yeah, went there. Bobby Simmons. Yeah. yeah. And, and our girl Sarah Kustock. Shout out Kustock. Those are the only Sarah DePaul Kustock. people I know. You guys know Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler's the Oh, yeah, Wilson Chandler. I forgot Wilson. about yeah. Wilson. Yeah. My, my guy yeah. vegan boy. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. Um, to be honest with you, growing up, I didn't really watch the NBA. Um, mm. I honestly wasn't. I never had, like, the dream of, like, I want to be in the NBA. I want to be that. I always want to be a professional athlete, but I was always athletic and played every sport, so. It was kind of like whatever sport I was in at that time, I wanted to play. Um, so I didn't really watch much of the NBA. I was like a, a big college basketball guy. I watched a, watched a lot of that. 
um, which is fitting, I know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I was just a Bulls fan growing up. Mm-hmm. I, I loved Derrick Rose, um, loved what he brought to the city. Um, but there was really nobody, no shooter. Like, I didn't become a shooter until my – till I got to DePaul, really. I just hooped. Like, I just played basketball. And then I realized that if I want to make it to the NBA, I got to become a shooter. So, at that point, it was like a Joe Harris, Clay Thompson. Um, those are probably the two bigger ones that I just, like, really locked in on. Wow. Is there, is there like, so, at the bottom uh, of that barrel, huh? Shit. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I just, you know, again, ladies and gentlemen. Anywhere in between that. Yeah, yeah but also, I want to take, take a moment and give Max his flowers. Like, for all you other civilians out there, like Max was the type of level of an athlete that he was just like, you know, I just knew I wanted to be a professional athlete. I just I just knew it. I wanted to be a professional athlete. And then when I was like, well, how do I do it? Oh, I have to become one of those guys. I got to shoot like, oh, OK, OK, well, just give me a couple years. I'll figure it out. You know, oh, oh now I need like, at a D1 school. Oh, yeah. yes, like a D1 school. He's like, well, I was just kind of a hooper. And then I realized, like, oh, if I want to play in the NBA, I have to become elite at something. So I was like, fine, I'll spend a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, That's not normal. Did anybody else here really play the same way I did? You played basketball and baseball, and then what was your other sport? I played football until my uh, – I played throughout my freshman year, and then I broke my collarbone. So like, I'm not doing Damn, what were you? You look like yeah. a quarterback. Of course. Why does yeah, he look like a quarterback? Why, why does yeah, he look yeah. like a quarterback? Why? From <laughs> Illinois. He couldn't be a defensive back. He was good. He, no, he, no, he, he definitely not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. I was a late bloomer, man. I was, I was small. I was small in high school. I was only like 6'1 as a junior in high school. I was, oh, I was small. Yeah. Really? 6'1 as a junior? 6'5. Yeah. yeah. I got the 6'5. So at my D2 school, when I was like a freshman, I kept growing. And then I was mm. like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and then by the time I left there, I was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so of course five, he knew how to play. He was 6'1". I'm 6'5". I'm 6'5". He was 6'1". <laughs> Why is – I kid you not, every time we record – trash, Richard. It's one day, but every day we record, <laughs> then all of a sudden you start hearing the beeping, and it's just like right outside this place. Beep. To your point, though, I do, I do appreciate, Max, your humility. However, like Richard said, it does sound like you just woke up. Kudos to you, and you became this professional athlete. That's so not that what I meant by that. No, no, I'm it's, kidding. It's time though. We clearly know that <laughs> NBA. So, okay. You know, you take yeah, us try. through like take us through that grind. Take us through what that journey was kind of like for you, because there are guys out there who probably, obviously, want to make it to the NBA, and maybe yeah. their path looks different than the average. Yeah, I'm usually um, pretty straightforward with myself and honest about things. So when I was in college um, and I didn't get a Division One scholarship, I was like, uh, you know, I'll go D2 and my goal is to play Division One. Like, I'm going to try to leave here and play Division One. And then once I was like starting to do that, I was like, oh, I could probably do this as a job. Like, I'll go play overseas for a couple of years and, you know, play in Europe, have some fun, make, and make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went on my visit to DePaul, uh, Coach Lato, um kind of like brought me in his office. He's like, what are your goals? And I was like, you know, I want to play in Europe. I want to play overseas and, and do this as a profession. Um, and he's like, okay, that's cool. And then within one week of me being there, uh, he like called me in his office and he was like, you need to change your, like you need to change your goals. Like <laughs> you can play in the NBA. Like you need to like reestablish like your thoughts on things and, and try to, you know, play in the NBA. Cause you can do it. I've, I've been around long enough. I've seen guys 
mm-hmm. uh, with the way they work and how they shoot and how they play that you you can do it. So after that, that was like, all right, my goal is to play in the NBA now. So that's like all that was on my mind after that. And I just kept working and working towards that. And um, that's really where it started was just in that meeting with him, uh, my red shirt year at, at DePaul. And I was just like, okay, like, I'm going to work as hard as I can to make it in the NBA. I'm going to ask a very selfish, selfish question here. As a father, I have two kids. Channing has nine. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I have four. I have four. Channing has nine. Half of that. Like, how important do you think your your mental mindset, your mental focus, even your 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 just being an athlete? How much do you attribute like playing all sports growing up was? Because I'm I like I can't stand specialists. Like, you can specialize once you get to a certain yeah. age, or you maybe you cut off right. one sport and whatever. You don't want people, but it's like I, I see kids now that are playing AAU in second grade, and they're like oh, raving. And they're doing three days, three day a week practices and traveling on the weekends. Will you just because I'm a big advocate, I try and ask, especially when I hear athletes that have made it and they played multiple sports growing up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A is a killing basketball. But that's a whole nother topic. But uh, we time. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I, I've always my parents were athletes. Um, my brother and sister were athletes. So I was just always around sports and um I just like playing every single one. Like that's all I did. I didn't play video games growing up. Like I was just always outside doing it. And I think that like, I think that made me more athletic than just playing one sport and doing that. Cause you just, you put your body in different situations and, and you just, you know, you're around just so many other athletes and and learn different things and different sports that all come back and contribute to the one you want to, you want to play. So I, I think it's huge for development. And, um, I don't think kids should, should really pick one, um, when they're that young, I think by the time you're a sophomore or junior in college is probably the time you should narrow it down and, and figure it out. But but even then, I think throughout high school, um, playing multiple sports is, is great for your development. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my friend Catherine O'Hare. Tis I. And we're cash backing on our entire holiday gift list with Chase Freedom Unlimited. We are. How about cologne for Jack? You know what? That's cash backing and it's in the air. Ooh, and I love this scarf for Barbara. And I love the cash backing. Ooh, focus on the giving, Kevin. And, and one more on the list. Somebody named Ke- Kev. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Hey, Road Trippin. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day, and we're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what all the hype is about? Well, it's obvious. Every scoop of Athletic Greens tastes great and helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality superfoods, vitamins, minerals, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin, take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin and get started today. 
This episode of Road Trippin' is brought to you by Mindy. Mindy offers a line of safe and trusted hemp-derived CBD products, and I cannot skip out on the fact that they are a women-owned company. I know what you're thinking, Allie. Wow, you've never sounded this hyped when you're doing these reads. Well, it's because I had a full night's rest last night. Since learning about Mindy, I've been eating their delicious gummies and using their CBD stick all the time, morning, day, and night. And before bed, I take some of Mindy's sleep tincture and always get a good night's rest. I woke up today with a ton of energy and was ready to roll, even though I've had a jam-packed schedule with TV and of course, all the travel. Mindy's products are all natural for pain, sleep, stress, and energy. With Mindy, you have a choice between full spectrum and no THC. Mindy is a safe, inclusive choice if you're new to CBD. And oh, did I mention they're a women-owned company? Some things they're just worth saying twice. Listen up, road trippers. You can save 30% off your first Mindy purchase with this exclusive offer. Just enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN at checkout. That's 30% off your first Mindy purchase when you enter the promo code ROADTRIPPIN at checkout today. Hey, Road Trippers, Richard Channing and I all live on the West Coast now, but we love watching our Cavs, which used to be a pain for us because they don't always show their games in our local markets. But this season, we discovered an amazing trick that lets us watch every single NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost. It's called ExpressVPN, and here's how it works. Sure, the NBA offers League Pass, we all know that, which lets you stream games online. But if you live outside the U.S. or Canada, it doesn't let you watch all of them. Keyword all. Some games are blocked out. So what do you do? Fire up ExpressVPN and use it to change your location to a different country. Buy and use NBA League Pass from there and boom, no more blackouts. And depending on the country, NBA League Pass could cost less than 15 bucks for a whole year. ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router, and consoles like Fire TV, so you can watch all the games from any device. Even when we're not watching NBA games, we're using ExpressVPN for stuff like Netflix or Disney Plus to access thousands of extra shows that are only available on all other countries' libraries. Enjoy all 1,230 games of the NBA season in crystal clear HD with the world's most trusted VPN, ExpressVPN. Use our special link today and get three months free at expressvpn.com slash roadtrippin'. Then you can use ExpressVPN to sign up for NBA League Pass at a huge discount. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash roadtrippin' for three months free with a one-year package, expressvpn.com slash roadtrippin'. I got that. Let me, let me give you the real, let me ask some real questions here. Right now, if you have to start a team, this is not saying either one is better. This is just your personal opinion. Jason Tatum or Luca? <laughs> question. You're going to say that after you just put 49 on us last night? Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Ooh. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Uh, so, that's, that's realistically, 49 on y'all is like 90. Because y'all barely get 100. <laughs> we were playing zone the whole game. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Dude, uh, but he was he was hooping last night. He different. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, honestly, the way he's playing right now, um, I think I'm taking Jason Tatum. I just mm. like what he's doing. Yeah. Who? Okay. Who is the? Who I, is don't the get guy? me wrong. I, Lucas. No, 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 totally. But, yeah, yeah. We're not. No, no. Both of them are bad. Them are bad boys. Obviously. Yeah. But we, you know, at Turner, we getting this tiff of like who would you start a team with and we just it's just things whether it's charles or Shaq or kenny and we go back and forth and everyone has different opinions and most people said luca because if luca played with another all-star what is he you could add more around him but jason needs a lot of playmakers so that he could just be the guy who goes and gets 50 right i think Does as another sense? i think as another 
player, like playing alongside Jason Tatum, I think it's easier to get a flow for the game and, and to play with him. Oh. I think um, playing with Luca. Now I haven't played with him, obviously, but I just think Lucas just has the ball in his hands the whole time, yeah. and it is it's tougher. Um, Whoever's for guys to, to get in a rhythm, get in a flow. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But as a teammate and being on his team, I think to take a team to a championship, it's um, it's tough. It's tougher to get in a rhythm and a flow as a as a teammate of Lucas, just because yeah, of how yeah. ball dominant he is. That's Rich why they... I'll actually ask you guys that too, because they often compare Luca to that of LeBron, and you guys played alongside of LeBron as guys who had to obviously understand that kind of flow and you guys say it all the time too it takes a special guy not everyone yeah. is built to play alongside a guy like that but not everybody's built to win either right and i say that respectfully like no because look look i'll compliment max That's here fair. max was like i gotta figure this out oh i'm i oh i gotta become an elite shooter okay i gotta figure this out i got these are the people i, I gotta figure this out that's part of being a professional athlete right is that is that you gotta do it and figure out whatever it is that's your job. Our job was to figure out how to play next to Braun. Okay, well, we're going to catch and shoot and like catch and drive like and or give it right back to him. And that was your chance, right? So you just yeah, have to yeah. figure that out. I I would pick Luca from this standpoint because I stand by. If you were to, I think they're both wing players. They're both first team All NBA. They're both wing, right? I know their game is different. Both but in I, the MVP conversation. Yeah, both in. But I think if but Jason Tatum has exponentially more talent around him. Has always had more talent around him since the moment yeah. he came in the league. Whether it was Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, whoever it is, and we've allowed him to grow into being this dominant player. But if you would have taken Jason Tatum off that team, on that Boston team, and put and put Luca there with Jalen Brown, with Malcolm Brogdon, with Al Horford, then you start to be like, yo, but that dude is like, he's gonna he's it's gonna trust. Be, yeah, it's, 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 trust. it's like if Jalen Brown could go to work, I think Jalen Brown would look at Luca and be like, hold on a second, you just stay over there. Let me go get <laughs> oh, my bucket. Luca will do that. Kind of like Jason. There's Jason Tatum is one of the you know, five, ten best players in the world, right? And there's times where Jalen Brown is cooking and Jason Tatum is watching. Yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. that's my only argument. But it's a respect me. thing, right? It totally is a respect thing. Like when Kyrie was cooking, Braun would take a back seat. Like, here, we're going to run these plays for Kyrie to cook. And then when Kyrie wasn't, Braun was like, listen, <laughs> let me cut that water off a little bit. We need to get everyone. And then we'll come right back to you. But you need that give and go. I have said this. On Dallas's team, I don't know. We're asking other players who are like third, fourth, fifth, really good players. He needs a second. Why do you think Jalen Brunson, when they went out, Jalen Brunson was like, hold up now. Listen, I got this. You stand over there. I'm going to get you yeah. in a second. Right? Yeah. And and then Luca wasn't saying nothing. And he also was like, yo, man, you got to play some damn defense. And it <laughs> made them better. Yeah, but but to Max's point, it is it is it is easier to play with a guy like Jason Tatum because when he gets the ball in his hand, you know oh. what he's looking to do, right? Like Luca might be passing it, shooting it, <laughs> playing. Luca's playing his own game. He's playing his own game out there. He makes it look so easy too. Luca's just okay. literally playing a game. Like he's oh, you know, he be yeah. okay. So from what I I didn't get an opportunity to play against him, is Zion that physically imposing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's a guy where you're like, damn, if okay, who would you rather take a charge from? Zion oh. or Giannis? Ooh. That's not even fair. 
Both of you, that, that chest is done Both now. Both were equally get, hurt. You're going to get think, hurt. <laughs> I think I'd rather take one from Giannis. Yeah, I uh, think so, too. Zion, uh, yeah. I, Zion lowers that shoulder. That one. He looks like a rhinoceros. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but then explodes off the ground like some type of kangaroo. He's so quick twitch, too. He's oh. so athletic. It's crazy. He, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that one would hurt though. I yeah, the drop of the shoulder of him would feel a lot worse. Like Giannis, yes, yeah. Giannis starts his stride at his stride to lay it up at the half court line. So I don't know. <laughs> he starts his one two at the half court. Man, so I don't know how much this. power is still there. <laughs> right? I think. Right? Yeah. Me, me, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have me, you seen, well, Have you guys seen all that you need to see from Zion? Or is there still no. more? I mean, no. he just dropped thirty. He's not even. No he doesn't. Day. No offense. He does not even know basketball yet. You know, like as a quarterback, you go through your reads, right? Really good players can see the floor and they're like, here's what I'm going to. Zion goes, I have the ball. You're in front there's of me. One. Oh, there's nobody in the paint? Bitch, boop. And he just get out my way and he just dunks on everybody. He's not, he's not doing things. He's doing things reacting to defenses, not making the defense react right. and kicking out correctly. He has not had 10,000 hours playing NBA basketball yet, is what I'm saying. That's what's even scarier. If you watch him play, he goes to three moves, and he's like, whether you're there or not. He gets to it every time, too. He gets that left hand every time. You can't stop. Like, take away the left hand. Well, even if he shoots it and misses it, he jumps jumps three times before anybody else jumps twice. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. Uh, Randall ha- Randall has some of that in him too, but uh, Zion oh. there, where you're just like, "Yo, just take it, bro. Just go." Just go. <laughs> okay, How do you offensive foul me yeah, every time bro, you shoot. How, how are you fouling so me? Aggressive. It's like just here, take it, go, go. We've talked about a couple individual players, so um, we like to do this thing, at Max, and I'm going to let you be our picker for it this week, and Richard and Shannon can weigh in on it. But it Wouldn't is our case. Picker. What? That's crazy. The picker. He's making fun of you calling me the picker. God. Some things just go in one ear and out the other at this point, Max. I don't even hear Max got it. Max got it. Cash. Oh my God. Our Chase Cashback Player of the Week presented by Chase. Um, basically this week, it's a stud player for you. It can't be yourself, or it can be yourself. Um, that you have your eye on when you watch the NBA right now, if you had to pick that one stud player, who would it be? I mean, you're again, you're saying this after Jason Tatum just had 50 on us. Um, (laughs) uh, but I I love watching John Morant play. Um, (gasps) most exciting player in the NBA. It's, it's so fun. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that statement. Um, it's probably him right now. Okay, um, that's fair. Just to watch basketball, yeah. Just to for entertainment purposes, yes. I'm oh, probably sure. saying John Morant. I paid money to to go to a a John Morant game. I'm not asking yeah. nobody for free tickets. I'm what? How much is a ticket? It's worth it. <laughs> there's not really? Yeah, there's not sure. there's not many yes. people that I would pay to go watch play, like Steph, Giannis, Luca, Bron at. KD for sure right now. KD, because you're just yeah. yeah. Web and Yama. Are you you looking forward to the Web and Yama come through? Web and Yama next year. That guy's unreal. (laughs) He's unreal. Seven four. Like he makes Rudy Gobert look small. Look small. Rudy Gobert was looking up to him. 
Yes. Year, I was like, what? Rudy Gobert is one of the largest humans I've ever been around. Like, the yeah. Kimbe, Shaq. And he's doing – he's shooting off screens like, like, oh. like yeah. how I run off actions, how I run off screens. Like he's doing that. I'm like, come on, man. What's, come on, bro. You're not supposed, supposed to be doing to, that stuff. You see Bobo be out here bombing these things. Hey, Bobo don't even be playing back. He don't play the game. He just be out here doing drills. He's like, you know what? Pull up three-pointer. What's the score? Doesn't matter. Bobo. I play with Bobo in the G League. Bobo is going to do what Bobo wants to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. I I did did the game, uh, Brooklyn versus Orlando. KD was putting on a show. Put on a show. A show. But I do have a question for you, Max. Okay, so you've had like such a unique, like you're six one as a junior in high school. You go to a division two school, you want to work your way to division one, you get to DePaul, your coach is like, yo, you want to get to the NBA. You did it. Who was the one person when you were like, okay, when you got to the NBA and you finally were like playing and you got to just be like, holy fuck, that's that's a different, that's that's just different. different. KD. KD, yeah. Yeah. KD and then I mean, Steph is unreal, too. I think those are the top two. And then Kyrie, I think, is probably third. Yeah. Trying to stay in front of Kyrie. That's That's no joke. And they got both of those dudes on one team. Can't wait to get (laughs) them. I'm a hater. Everyone's just like, man, Chetty, you hate. Yeah, I'm staying the same. Been this way since year one. (laughs) Max, we wish we could keep you longer, um, but we do have to let you go, obviously. Before we do, two things. One thing I've noticed with our episodes are there are a lot of Miami Heat fans, and anytime Mm. we break down the Eastern Conference, um, my guys don't give the Heat (laughs) enough credit, and they tell us every single time. So um, convince my guys as to why you guys will be (laughs) just fine, (laughs) the Miami Heat. Why do they need to know? No, we're. I mean, we. Everybody keeps saying that we got the same team as last year, um, basically without PJ. Um, but we're there. We're turning the corner now. We're getting our guys healthy. Um, we have a superstar, um, Jimmy Butler's there, and we have two young guys who are turning the corner to be superstars as well. And, and Bam and Tyler. So Ooh, um, that's a hot take, big fella. Bam is your guy. Bam's an all-star and Tyler was sixth man of the year. That's not that's not Bam that. Bam is your guy. Dude, okay, I'll let you go, but let, and I'll give you my opinion, obviously. But <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. It's all good. I just think I think things are starting to click for those two. Um, you know, they, they've been young guys, they're, but they're on year whatever, five, four, five, six. Um, I think they're starting to figure it out, and I think we are guys. Those are guys that we can, you know, rely on and, and turn to um, and don't have to rely as much on Jimmy. Um, so I just think as a whole – um, we have a lot of talent all through that and, uh, you know, getting our team healthy again and we're, we're going to start figuring it out and, and be, at, be at the top of the East here soon. I just wish you, like, I think the one thing lacking from your team is coaching. I think that is the thing. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get me on the bench too. Yeah, you're trying to, you're trying to take my minutes away. You're trying to. <laughs> Spoke I just honestly, I just feel like, like not, you know, rotation. I just think, I just wonder when they're going to move on from him and find somebody with a, you know, with a, a quality <laughs> resume that 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 fits your style. I'm particularly yeah. talking about you, Max. Like, yeah, I just don't think he's good for your development, and I just want to go on record for saying that, Eric Spolstra. No, I'm just joking, Eric. I'm just joking, okay. Eric. Let, oh, that's funny. Let me say this: I think Bam. 
as far as Bam goes is as far as the Miami Heat goes. Bam is your most dynamic player by far to me. When he is aggressive going north and south, he creates issues for everyone. He's an underrated defender. Sorry, just north. North, going towards the rim. He's going towards the rim, Richard. Fucking Richard. (laughs) Fucking Richard. (laughs) When he is aggressive towards getting into the paint and looking for his shot, he creates issues, right? He's such a willing passer, whether that's handoffs, uh, screen and rolls, all these things. When he is passive, it puts so much pressure on you guys to be efficient from three. The best shooters have time to shoot. If you have to, to, if the defense has to sag into the paint, when he kicks it out, that gives you an extra millisecond to feel the ball and shoot it correctly. When he's not aggressive, you guys have to run dribble handoff, pass, cut, back door, cut, run, yeah. dude. And that, your shit is tedious. It's tedious to watch y'all. But when he's aggressive, <laughs> your shit be popping. And I think Jimmy right now with his injuries, if he can be your second or third best player, that makes y'all contenders. Until he gets an opportunity, if Jimmy doesn't have to be playoff, you know, finals MVP or finals Jimmy during the regular season, y'all can be crazy. Bam has shown he can be consistent, both offensive and defensively, and you have to encourage him to be – he's one of the most talented players in the NBA. If he just embraces that and goes and and is aggressive, that's when I'll put the Miami Heat top four, top five. But until he yeah. does that consistently, I got to put you lower because he's it's they're just gonna make him shoot jumpers and he don't want to do it. Well, well, he's got to yes. go. He didn't need your five minute spiel on his. Um, which no, you're yes, good. I got nowhere to go. I, I got nowhere bet. to go. You guys. He don't even play video games. He in there reading books about you know, throwing curveballs. <laughs> Last thing I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at film, probably riding a bike because he's got to pass that. Okay, well, we test. do. One thing we do know is that you're more than just a hooper. You're doing great things off the floor as well. Um, can you share with our listeners and us as well the foundation that you're working with? And you also hosted your first uh, summer camp as well that yeah. went along with that. Yeah. Um, the, the foundation I work with is called the Andrew Wisher Foundation. Um, it's one of my close friends from home. Um, his brother passed away from colon cancer at the age of 21. Um, oh. And then they started a, yeah, which is not normal. So yeah. they started a foundation um, basically just to pay it forward. Um, you know, like the kindness and generosity that all the family showed to them during his um, fight with cancer. So they've been doing it now since 2013. Um raised a lot of money, help a lot of families out. And, um, I'm just here to, you know, keep promoting it and, and spread more awareness to it and, and to keep providing financial help that we can keep, you know, helping these families, um, with their battle. Cause cancer is no joke and nobody wants to go through that alone. Cancer sucks. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Max, you're awesome. Yes. We appreciate you taking the time for joining us. You're always Thank welcome. You Thank you guys. Thank you, Max. I'm back. Channing, I, I do want to, I do want to tell you one more thing. I was at that, uh, you're probably going to hate me for this. You both might hate me for this, you Arizona guys. But I was at that uh, 2005 Arizona oh, versus of shit, Illinois where game. Oh, this guy couldn't get to the final four. Yeah, where he blew the game. That was the last yeah. time. We're still cur- – I went to the final four. I blew four. the game. I wasn't on that team. I wasn't on that 20 team. 2016 and 5. Yeah, I you beat my good game. You I did have a good game. My back still hurts. So I'm cool. Max, that's cool. the best thing I'm, after I'm your cool. foundation and talking about yourself. It's the best thing you could have said on this podcast. And Max, thank you for making me a, a lottery pick. I yeah, got to show who it was. I can't do it by myself, Max. Look out there. I can't do it by myself. Are you trash. Give me some help, coach. Trash. 
God. Oh my Jesus. God, that's another edition of Road Trip. Richard, you were 14th, I went 8th. You suck. <laughs> <laughs>